Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. There's been some new developments in the Michael Vaughn case. A woman's been arrested, there's been digging up in a yard only minutes away from Michael's house, and there's been a name that's been brought up that I question, is it fictitious or is this person real? So now, let's get into it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An arrest was made recently on November 11th in the Michael Vaughn case. Little Michael Monkey Vaughn has been missing since July of 2021 from a small town called Fruitland, Idaho. Fruitland is located an hour northwest of Boise. And Fruitland is a teeny tiny town of just under 6,500 people. He was last seen wearing a Minecraft shirt, boxers, and also sandals. And in the investigation, authorities were looking for a white Honda Pilot. In October of 2021, authorities announced this and said that they needed help identifying the car that was a 2016 to 2018 Honda White Pilot. It was seen leaving the area of Southwest 8th Street around 6.47 p.m. that afternoon. And we've recently seen that the authorities tightened up the timeline and said that it was between 6.47 40 to 7 p.m., which puts that car at the 6.47 p.m. mark. Investigators were also trying to locate a man who was seen walking through the splash pad area of Crestview Park leading up to the time of Michael's disappearance. And the man was described as a white male adult in his late 20s to 30s, and he was seen wearing black shorts, a white t-shirt with cut-off sleeves, dark colored shoes, and a hat and authorities were searching everywhere to find little Michael. Now, authorities said that they received a credible tip and it led them to a house on November 11th to start digging up 
a yard. And the house is located only four minutes away, which is a half a mile away from little Michael's house. The police chief said, during the course of the investigation, we received information the remains of Michael Vaughn might be found behind the house. As a result, we obtained a search warrant. We have not found anything yet, but we will continue to excavate in hopes of finding his remains. So the fence was taken apart so that the backhoe can go in and start digging up the yard. The authorities said that they wouldn't stop until the entire yard was completed, and they said that it would be three to four feet deep. It was reported that they were putting the dirt in the dumpsters and that they were gonna take it away and analyze it at a different location. They also brought in cadaver dogs. Now, as of the time of this recording, they are still searching the property, and it's said that they are now also using smaller instruments to help dig up the yard, and also they're moving it into the house and starting to search the house and process it. They still believe that Michael is on that property. Now we're going to go more details about this in a minute, but let's get to the woman who was arrested first. Her name is Sarah Wondra. She's 35 years old and she's married to a guy named Stacy Wondra who also lives in the home. Now, according to records, they do not own the home and she was charged with failure to report a death. Now, according to court documents, it said that police forced entry on November 11th on Friday night at 9.30 p.m. They said Sarah was found in the living room and that she was detained and read the copy of the search warrant. And according to the Idaho law, it said that uh, regarding her charge, it's a felony. It also says that any person who with the intent to prevent discovery of the manner of death fails to notify or delays notification to the coroner or law enforcement shall be guilty of a felony and shall be punished by imprisonment in the state prison for a term not to exceed 10 years or by a fine not to exceed $50,000 or by both such fine and imprisonment. So in the affidavit, an officer states, when I got to the portion that read murder, she said, did you just say murder multiple times? She also said, I have never murdered anyone. But it's reported that Sarah said that she definitely did not kill that boy and she had nothing to do with Michael's disappearance. She also said this, oh wow, wow, the most high God just told me that Stacy was the one who killed him and buried him in the yard of the neighbor's house. When she was asked, by police where Michael was, she said that her husband Stacy buried him in the backyard by the shed, but he wasn't the one who actually killed him. She said that there was a man named Adrian who had been the one that had done it and he was scared to tell anybody. Now, right away I questioned, is this a case of Eduardo like in the Gannon Stoke case? If you remember, Letitia Stoke, made up the name Eduardo and made up numerous versions of stories about this Eduardo. So I do wonder who the heck is Adrian and why would they hide a body to protect this person, whether Adrian's a girl or boy. You know that info, let me know below. But why would you cover up for a nervous person, right? Now also according to reports that there was a part of the yard that they hand dug based on information received from Stacy, Sarah's husband. And also, according to the affidavit, Sarah told the police, God just told me that Stacy was the one who did it. And she said she knew the body was in the neighbor's yard because she said, that's what Stacy just told me. Then she corrects herself and then said, that's what God had told her. Police Chief Huff said, our investigation determined Sarah Wondra may have had knowledge of Michael's death and failed to report it. We do not believe she's the only person that has knowledge of this and we will be seeking out those people who could possibly be connected. And reports are saying as of today that Sarah isn't cooperating. Now, Sarah has a little colorful past from April 
13, 2022, it said that she had charges of aggravated assault, unlawful possession of a weapon, destruction and alteration or concealment of evidence, uh, possession of controlled substance and battery. Now, when I went on a little hunt for her Facebook profiles, there were two of them that I found. She seems a little bit off in my opinion. And one of them was, and as soon as I opened it up, I thought, oh boy, here we go. We have another Lori. She was very active for bits of time. Some were just constantly in one day. I think it was October of 2021, I believe it was. But it was interesting to see what kind of content she put on there. And I came across even her TikTok account and one of them, she had a post and it, it kind of bothered me. Well, it did bother me. It's, and you can chime in below and let me know what you thought, but this is what it says. Food for thought. Would you give up your dog or cat's life to save your enemy's life? I've been deeply reminded today about how much more we are worth than animals. And yet I bet everyone who really owns those pets would be hesitant or even be like no way to letting their pets die to save a real enemy. Yet God gave his only son, someone closer than an animal, your own flesh and blood deeper than any animal could ever be to us while we were still yet real enemies to God. He did this for us. He died and rose again to save his own enemies' souls. So why would he not save you? That's just part of it. There's a lot of talk about God and the end of times, much like Lori Daybell. She also posted about the disappearance of Michael. I saw two posts on that and even Stacy did as well. And also she's done TikToks in front of Michael's missing poster. Now, when I first started looking her up, I found a comment of hers from two years ago and she was actually commenting on a case uh, about a, a person who had a saw, borrowed it, killed somebody and then returned it. And this is what she said in the comments. Who uses their neighbor's saw to kill somebody and then returns it? Wow, what a heartbreaking tragedy and a really dumb criminal move just saying. First thing I saw also had a GoFundMe, which was very odd, and it was asking for help for her friend's kids. It was created April 1st of 2022, and what's interesting about this is a couple days after that, she had a very interesting TikTok where she was basically blubbering. She was really upset on this TikTok, and I find it interesting because it says, need to get justice for my boys. And it says, my name is Sarah. I am advocating for my friend who needs to get justice for her two boys. She needs to show up in court a few states away and has an autistic son and another son who came into some real trauma from their biological dad who is now on trial. She can't afford to travel to the court date, but if she doesn't show up, her son will get no justice to the traumas caused him, which are too heinous for me to even say what happened. It was a child crime. I will say that. And the boys deserve justice. I'm only asking enough for them to get to the court date and all that back home safely. The court date is coming up soon in a month, so I don't have much time to please help get these boys these justice they deserve. Now, what's also interesting is what she's charged with and, um, you know, a mother and the family are waiting for their little boy to come home and it looks like this little boy's not going to go home and from what she's saying that she has knowledge of Michael in the yard yet watching a family be tormented not knowing where their little boy is. Just an observation in my opinion. So Sarah went to court, she was arraigned on Monday and she told the judge that she understood the allegations made against her, but she maintains that they're not correct. She said, 
I understand what they've said, it's not correct. And when she was informed of her rights, Sarah said, I don't have any reason to be silent because I didn't do anything wrong. Now, regarding her previous charges that I read earlier, it says this shows she is a danger to the community. There are serious implications in her being aware of his whereabouts and the state asked for a $1 million bond. She ended up getting a $500,000 bond. And if she bonds out of jail, she also has to be wearing a GPS monitoring device. Sarah is scheduled to go back to court on November 21st at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and the following day also on November 22nd at 9 a.m. And the state asked the judge if they could seal the probable cause affidavit. They said because of the concern over the impact it would have on the investigation. So the judge granted that they seal this affidavit and they said that there are risks to harm of persons should that information be released. The court also ordered a competency evaluation for Sarah, so hopefully we'll find out soon about that could take a while. And now as for the family, they are dealing with some horrific news and they are asking for privacy and support. To report any tips, you can do that and email at findmichael at fruitland.org or call the Fruitland Police at 208-642-6006. You can check out my playlist right here, more on Michael Monkey Vaughn. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.